Agent Power Huddle is a daily jumpstart, giving you all the tools you need to create an amazing real estate career. Led by top experts in the field, you'll learn how to sell more houses in less time while creating the life you want. Welcome to the Agent Power Huddle. Good morning. Hey, Lisa, how are you? It's a beautiful Monday in the neighborhood. Yeah, it's beautiful. And I, I feel like I haven't been on here in a while. So I'm feeling a little crusty, but I, I think I'll figure it out on this call. So, uh, but yeah, I just see a lot of new faces on Asian Power Huddle. And I just want to thank Jesse and everyone that's involved that's been helping us create this movement with getting out this amazing content. And just want to say I'm honored to be a part of this tribe. It's, it's truly you know, something that I'm really grateful for. So thank you, everyone. That's a part of Asian Power Huddle. Woo-hoo! All right. So I couldn't quite figure out the, the, the new office setup and where I'm at. So I'm in the garage. And so just excuse my, you know, my decorations. And I wanted to keep it real and not go with the virtual background thing. So I'm just going to make it work. Oh, there's Connie. I haven't seen Connie in a while either. Hey. All right, so it's today what I'm going to be covering is taking inventory. And the reason why this was on my heart is like, I can't, it's, it's hard to believe that we're already at the tail end of the first quarter of 2022. Like, we're in that home stretch. And, you know, before, uh, you know, before 22 this year came, you know, there was this massive movements. There was this, all this energy and resources about, you know, coming up with a business plan after the inertia of, you know, COVID and then the market getting hot. And I mean, just a lot of strange stuff. Like we were closing transactions and never, ever seeing our clients' faces because of the mask. You know what I mean? And uh and then, you know, we're supposed to take all that, you know, uh, figuring out how we're going to do our business in COVID and then the last year and then the market get crazy. And, and then we were supposed to somehow take all that madness, all those moving parts, translate those hieroglyphics, right? And come up with a business plan for 2022. Now I'm like, you know, I'm not an expert in quantum physics, but that's a lot to just say, hey, all this stuff happened and I'm going to come up with a plan for this year and I'm going to crush it. Right. So and the reason I'm, I'm, I'm bringing it up in that context, is because, hey, you know, I was one of those people who said, you know, I'm going to I got this amazing plan for for 2022. I'm going to. You know, my business, I'm going to work on my business, not in my business. You know, I had some income goals, some travel goals, you know, the typical like plan stuff, you know, in the beginning of the year. And so I was one of those people that spent, you know, a great deal of time come up, coming up with the plan. Extremely detailed. I was proud of it. Right. I was like, yeah, <laughs> this the one right here. Right. And then I showed life my plan and life was like oh that's so cute and then life just started laughing at me like 
you got that plan where guess what? I'm about to hit you with a meteor shower of the real, real deal, right? The next thing you know, boom, boom. I'm getting hit over the head left and right. And I'm like, what in the hell's going on? I'm like, I had a plan. And then next thing you know, I had several family members pass away. Right? One being one of my favorite uncles who taught me how to fish. And I got a neighbor that got murdered. I'm like, you know, I, I got a, I'm in a cool neighborhood. Like, where did that come from? Right. And then right after that, my son uh, was in a, uh, an accident on the freeway where it was lucky. He was lucky. He just totaled his car and it wasn't a fatality. Right. And then in the midst of all this stuff, I'm growing my business because I'm following my plan. Right. And then I end up buying a house. My wife, we end up buying a house and I had to put on the buyer hat. And I'm going to tell you, all the buyer hat is not cool. Removing contingencies and all that stuff. Like I put the buyer hat on and I'm so grateful for that opportunity. But the point is what I'm saying is all these life things that had nothing to do with my plan came up and I had to make a decision like, do I grind everything to the bone to follow this plan that I took so much time trying to figure out and, and trying to make it work? Or do I start paying attention to the signs that I'm given and make an in-game decision, you know, a real-time and, you know, on-the-move decision to make some adjustments. So I can't be the only one that got hit, hit over here by life. I know I'm not, you know what I mean? And uh, it's just one of those things that I think, you know, there's a lot of flashy stuff. I always talk about the flashy stuff that we see on social media and how everyone shows the finished product. Well, I'm here to say, like to get to that finished product, a lot of times there's a lot of tears, there's a lot of uncertainties and a lot of unknowns. And it really requires us to, you know, put our best foot forward and we get to figure out what we're really made out of. So I just wanted to share that, you know, I came up with 10 things that I'm going to share with you on at, as we reach the, you know, the, the tail end of this first quarter, 10 things that you can take, you know, take some time on and just take some inventory. Now, you may be super ambitious. I'm not saying go take inventory on all 10 of these things. That's not what I'm saying at all. I'm just bringing some awareness that if any of these uh, bullet points that I, I, you know, I bring up and resonate with you, it's been my experience that taking time out in these things and, and recalibrating how they are into, you know, how they work with life and with my plan has definitely allowed me to still be smiling, even though all that stuff I just mentioned, and that was just a small bit happened within the last two and a half months. You know what I mean? That was plenty to process for a year, but it was right in the beginning of the year, right when I had all this juice about my plan. And then I realized, oh goodness, it wasn't even about the plan. You know what I'm saying? So uh, number one, I'll just go into number one. Number one, do you even have a plan? Like, and if you don't, 
Like I said, we're in the first, the end of the first quarter. You can get one. It's okay. But just don't spend too much time on it because life might laugh at you. Like, like life did me. Like, you know, if you don't have a plan, get one. And then if you do have a plan and it's not broke, don't go and try to fix anything. You know what I'm saying? If it's not broke, don't fix it. And if you have a plan and there's an opportunity for you to, you know, move some things around or adjust on the fly, like I just mentioned, here's your opportunity. The last thing we want to do is just go charging into the second quarter without slowing down and just seeing where we're at so far with our plan. All right. Um, number two is life. Now, I'm not going to go into life. That's like, you know, but I will say that a lot of times life and our plan aren't even in the same building. They're not even the same galaxy. <laughs> so if that happens to be the case in your situation, it's okay. Don't take it personal. Don't allow it to hurt your feelings too bad because sometimes that's just the way it is. And just know that Although you may be upset because life has, you know, wants you to go a different, different direction. Just remember, you have a heartbeat. You do have a pulse. And if you're upset, chances are all your, your extremities are working and you can get up and walk and go do something. So it's not the end of the world when life and your plan is not on the same page, right? Number three. Now, number three is one that's really close to my heart right now, too, is, and I spoke on it before, is who is in your tribe? Like, who is in your tribe? Who are the people that you are surrounded by? Do they nourish you? Do they support you? Is it a reciprocal relationship? And I like to say that People show us the truth. When we first meet them, they show us the truth. But we believe the lie. So if you ask, what do you mean by that? Well, you ever have a situation, you, you meet someone, you go, oh, man, they're, they're talking about that person pretty bad. or They seem, you know, lightweight, messy. But for some reason, you guys get along real good and y'all hit it off. And then... I don't know what happens, but we think that that person is not going to do the same thing to us. <laughs> ah, classic. So that's what I mean by, you know, that first impression is, is the truth. And then if we decide to believe the lie or to believe that other stuff, and then when that turn, that comes back to bite us, it's not their fault. It's our fault. If we're going to blame any, you know, if we're going to blame anything, it's our fault because we saw it. Right. And I remember one time I was really upset about someone. I don't know if they betrayed me or they were talking about whatever I was, you know, upset about. My sponsor was like, I don't know why you upset. I'm like, what you mean? They did. They did this to me. He was like, they showed you that when you first met him. I'm like, what are you talking about? And then I thought about it. I was like. Oh, 
You know what I mean? I thought that I made myself an exception to that rule. Well, that's not the truth. So number three is pay attention. Going into this second quarter, pay attention to your tribe. I'm not telling you to go and start firing people. I'm just saying pay attention. You might have to take that inventory. What did they show me initially? Is it congruent with what, what I'm seeing now? I think that a lot of times we, for whatever reason, let the wrong people in too close and set ourselves up to get let down tremendously while we're trying to execute this plan, right? So it's important, really important to have the right people in our tribe. Um, number four, this is extremely important too in my book. Listen to your heart. In this first quarter, was it there someone that you wanted to call but you didn't? Was there somebody that you just been feeling compelled to visit but you haven't somehow got in the car or jumped on the plane to go see that person? You know, because one thing I found out in our in our business, we're notorious for putting life on hold. Hold up, life. I got to go execute this plan. I got to go make this money. I got to go close these deals. Then I'll come back to you. So you just wait right here for me, right? And I'll be right back. Well, a lot of times when we do come back, that opportunity no longer exists. So in this, you know, this first quarter, I was reminded of that. You know, if my heart is saying to reach out, if my heart is saying do something that I've been, you know, you know, procrastinating on, you know, I'm so consumed by this, this plan that I, you know, spent all this time on. And I wasn't listening to my heart. But once I got back into the groove with that, things got a lot better. Things got a lot fresher. I felt a lot lighter. I, I got rid of that, that trapped energy from not listening to my heart and replace it with actually putting action into whatever that was. And I just feel better. You know, that's why today I'm standing up, you know, and this might be my new spot just in case I got to go and bust a, da a dance move for you guys. I got a few things up my sleeve. So, you know, uh, but yeah, I didn't mean to go on a tangent, but seriously, listening to our heart is important. You know, uh, with all that noise, I know we all got that little voice, <laughs> that little voice like, hey, you should just reach out. And I've been doing that and it's like whew, game changer. Uh, number five, I like this one. Yes. I know that a part of the business plan, some people got coaches. All right. Some people got coaches. So I'm curious, are you actually listening not just listening to the coach, but doing what the coach is saying, or are you cherry picking stuff, right? It's like, oh, they want me to do this. No, they want me to do one to 10. I'll take three or four, maybe half a seven, right? Or is this one of those situations where it's the coach fault? I don't like my coach. My coach is not doing this. I'm here to tell you, that sometimes we can't have our cake and eat it too. Like if you have a coach, 
and you like that coach initially, whoo, that's kind of, you don't realize that's like rare. Because all my best coaches, I didn't like them till later. After they, I realized how much they changed my life, right? But when they were, when I was being coached by them, I dreaded the call because I knew they were going to call me on something that I wasn't doing. I wasn't being accountable, not making me accountable, but I said I was going to do something and I didn't do it. They made me uncomfortable. They made me do the things I didn't want to do. They told me the things I didn't want to hear. And I've had those coaches too that were, you know, we were good buddy buddies and, you know, my friend. <laughs> but if you're going to spend the money for a coach, go and make friends. You know what I'm saying? Go and be a part of the community. Go and give back. Go and contribute. But if you're going to hire a coach, that coach is supposed to put their foot you know where. Because if we could do it ourselves, we wouldn't need a coach, right? So I'm just, as we get into it, if you think your coach is the problem and you're cherry picking what the coach is telling you to do and you don't like the coach, I would say let's, you know, look in the mirror first <laughs> and see where, where the issue really is. Um, because the last time I, I checked, there is no self-made anybody. We've all got here with, you know, a mentor or a family member. Somebody has helped us or loved us when we didn't love ourselves or gave us some encouragement when we didn't have any. So coaches are important. So before we throw them under the bus or are trying to make them our friend, really just understand that they're there to help us get to a place we can't, we weren't able to achieve by ourselves. All right. Uh, oh, number six, patience. Now, you could be doing everything right, right? But because we're in this immediate gratification type of situation, people have a tendency to bail on the plan, even though the plan is working, you just don't see anything shiny yet. So, I bring this up, take inventory. Where are we at on our patients? Let's like, are we doing, are we doing the action steps? Does it look like somebody else is, is going faster than us? And you want to hurry up and try to hurry up and catch them. This timeout, it's okay. Sometimes we're doing everything we're supposed to do. But the tricky part is understanding that it may not manifest physically in front of us, you know, in the form of an award or a certificate or, you know, the money in our bank just yet. So stay the course. Make sure to stay the course or do your best to stay the course. All right. Uh, number seven is challenges. Now, we're all bombarded with challenges. And for, us, for some of us who are, you know, extremely ambitious, we want to knock them all out today. Are we going to knock out all the challenges this week? Or, you know, challenges aren't a to-do list. Sometimes we hit with a challenge. It may take several months to get to a place where it's behind us, where it's no longer taking, you know, um, 
that extra bandwidth, you know, throughout our days. And for me, I had to learn how to prioritize my challenges in the last, you know, few months because they were coming. Remember, they were coming like that, uh, that meteor shower was coming. And those were the challenges. Those meteors are meteors that was, that was coming on. There were challenges. And I wanted to, I wanted to, wanted it, I wanted it to all go away, but I realized I was just spinning my wheels by trying to catch them all and resolve it all simultaneously. It just didn't happen. So I had to prioritize. <laughs> 2020, yeah. <laughs> uh, number eight is signs. You know, pay attention to the little signs. Sometimes we get so busy and consumed with, you name it, you know, ourselves, our thoughts, what we got to do, our plan, that we get these little signs that let us know things are, it's going to be all right. Like, uh, I recently moved and I got to go to this, this pool and this outdoor. And the last few times I went, it was raining, it was pouring. But I didn't let that stop me. But I have this thing about ladybugs. And whenever I see one, I think that's a, a good omen. And somehow this lady, it's storming. I get up on the edge of the pool and this ladybug had flew inside my flip-flop and was just hanging out there, right? Like if I'm all consumed with what I got to do in my plan, I would have totally missed the ladybug. It was something about seeing the ladybug. Like it could have landed anywhere. First of all, there was millions of drops of rain and it was heavy. And then somehow it made it right there. And I was like, hey, that's a, that's, that's a win today. Not that the fact that I swam in a storm, but the fact that I was present enough to see the ladybug, you know, right there on my shoe. And uh, it, may not, it may sound strange, but t- telling you there's, so many things that we get on the, along the road, you know, so many things that we get, you know, along our journey that I got ladybugs. I'm in the backyard and sometimes I hear the hummingbird's wings before I actually see the hummingbird. Right. And I'm like, Oh, this stuff is cool because when I'm so consumed with the plan, I miss out on those little things. So I'm just bringing it, you know, to your attention that, hey, we got a lot of support out there. And a lot of times it's in these small things that may seem insignificant if we're not in the right place to receive it. Hope that makes sense. Uh, let me see right here. Oh, number nine, take inventory on what gives you energy, right? What, what, what gives you energy? Like, I'm not talking about the coffee, the double shot latte with all the sugar and stuff in it. I'm like, you know, what what gives you energy? And I realized for me, like, I like both direct and indirect sunlight. Like, I can be reading my book. Well, reading my book in direct sunlight, that's a little, even with shades on. But sunlight does give me energy. And I say that because, you know, sometimes we can get in our workspace and, you know, we have, and it's lit, right? We have all these different lights and stuff and we have light, 
but it's not sunlight. So, and if you are a person who can't get sunlight, at least get some into the direct sunlight, at least get some through the window, some type of way, because there is energy in sunlight. All right. And then also too, what I realized is how much I do get energy back to listening to my heart. Listening to my heart and energy for me is, is interconnected. Because when I don't listen to my heart, that turns, that brings me down. That actually turns into weight. It makes it harder for me to get up. You know what I mean? It makes it like, ooh, I should be excited because I've achieved some of these material things, but my heart is like, bro, but you haven't been listening to me. So go ahead and chase all that stuff. And if you're wondering why you walking in concrete with metal boots on, that's because you've been neglecting me. You know what I'm saying? You're feeling, if your spirit is feeling heavy, heavy this, guess what? I don't care what your plan says. You know what I'm saying? So it's important. Listen to our heart. You're like, oh, well, if you're super cranial or brainial or analytical, I can be all that. But I realize that I miss so much when I'm disconnected from the heart piece. Right? And then last but not least, number 10, uh, taking this moving forward. Moving forward, moving forward. Number 10 is taking action when no motivation is present. Now, the beginning of the year, the 2022 hype is over, right? Motivation is a boost. Motivation is temporary. I am telling you, if you wait for motivation, to take action, <laughs> a lot of times it's not coming. Like I'll be talking with motivation all the time because I'm an early bird. Like what motivation? What's that? <laughs> Why are you laughing? Why are you laughing at the people? He's, he, motivation be like they think I'm coming. <laughs> like what? That's wrong. So are you gonna tell them you're not coming? Nope. Like, that's dirty. So what I found out, you know, how to take motivation when, when, you know, take action and know that motivation is present. Sometimes I have to take the smallest steps forward just to start creating momentum. I'm serious. Sometimes it's a little step at a time. But before I know it, you know, I got a nice brisk walk going. And then next thing you know, I'm jogging. If I'm lucky, I can get to sprinting. But the point is, I just started to move. And as I started to move, it's interesting how that movement actually starts to give you, give us a little inspiration. But just that, if you're lucky to wake up and be like, I'm ready to go, let's do this. Woo, man, I, I would say use that. Go, you know, use it wisely. Be understand that that's a blessing when you get it like that. But I know because having that plan and the meteor shower that life throws at us, there's going to be times where it just burnt out, even with enough sleep. And in those situations, it's really important to just move. 
Move in the direction you want to go. Get that momentum going. And you'll be surprised on what you can get done, not just in a day, in a week with no motivation. So quick recap. There's 10 areas you can uh, uh, take inventory. Not all for you guys who are super ambitious. Number one, check in on your plan. Number two, you know, in quick in the inventory of life. Is it working against or is it working with your plan? Don't get your feelings hurt if it's not. Number three, pay attention. Our tribe is very important. Uh, four, listen to your heart. Five coaches, it's not their fault. <laughs> check the mirror, check the mirror first. Uh, five, uh, six patience, seven challenges. Uh, eight pay attention to the signs. Nine what gives you energy, and ten uh, take an action when no motivation is present. So, I'm glad to be back. Uh, good to see your faces. And uh, yeah, you guys, we got second quarter coming up and we got this. We're going to do this together. This is our tribe, right? This is our tribe. We're going to do this together. Much love. And you guys have an amazing day. Talk to you soon. Boom! If you'd like more information or to get connected to the Agent Power Huddle, join our free Facebook group. This call was designed for the agents in our EXP organization, but open to any agent from any brokerage. If you're a guest and you're interested in learning more about EXP or our specific resources within the Agent Collective, reach out to the person who invited you to this call to get more info. Produced by the Agent Collective Media Network.